2: Danger Saints. Can they defend? Now you are in Billy feeling, which no, right is not great. Of over 50 metres. Ah! The man is Tom Leeds, and he doesn't quite get it done.
1: Couldn't give a shit. I hope you got cancer of the finger. Well, we've got just four games of the regular season footy left, so we'll get into the weekend wrap-up. So, Josh, what was your highlight from the weekend?
2: Oh, for me it was Dan Ricciardo's shoey on the podium in Hockenheim. But um, if we're going straight for footy, I'd probably say Majak in the twos doing a freaking body slam on some poor bastard.
1: Well, not a bad effort. He he looked alright in the twos, actually. watched a little bit of it because Channel 7 don't like showing live footy into Melbourne. That's Mm. right.
0: it was us watching, it, wasn't it? Yeah i was trying to think. I actually did something good this weekend. I sat down and watched a VFL game. I forgot you guys were there. <laughs> yeah, he, he looked like a footy
2: player, which uh, he hasn't done very often.
1: And so that, that's not as facetious as it sounds. But he he looked comfortable, like he mm. was in the right spots and running to the right areas instead of you know looking yeah. around, going, "Am I meant to be here? Do, do I go there or, or what?" Yeah. He looked
0: decisive. I think um, I think you're spot on with that. He uh, looked like a, a key influence in the game as well. Like yep. someone where you had to look out for this guy. He wasn't just sort of mm. doing one or two things here or there. No, he
1: took some nice grabs and he was kicking the ball well. Yeah. yeah.
0: And laying blokes out too. That uh, that definitely adds
2: to his um, resume. Yeah. The funny thing of that was, I remember the bloke sort of paddling the ball in front of him trying to pick it up, and he just looked up and Madge is there. And magic hasn't lowered the shoulder or anything. He just met him chest to chest at the poor bastard.
1: Just an absolute you know,
2: full solar eclipse. Yeah, like a, a tennis ball and a basketball just uh, bouncing off each other. And he... He went down, you see Magic Door almost tries to stop him going down, like, oh, mate, you're right, and then, oh, fuck it, he's off, <laughs> and then he runs off and belts someone else, at someone else, so that's exactly what I wanted to see from him. I yeah. wanted to see an imposing
0: um, physical presence from a bloke who looks like he could shit like thunder and
2: piss lightning or some shit.
1: Uh, Brenton, what was your highlight?
0: Um, well, heading on into uh, Ed Ed Stadium for Boomers 400 or 420-something, 420 426, that was, it was the highlight, but... It was more what was going on inside. I'm still amazed that North supporters still can't tell the difference between Daniel Wells and Lindsay Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and the, th- the worst thing is, it's usually to the detriment of Daniel Wells as well. All the dumb, <laughs> he will do something dumb, and always blame Lindsay Thomas. Actually, other way around. Here. It's, it,
1: yeah, I going to say it's something that affects Lindsay. Yeah. Um, if it's dumb, he gets blamed for it. it. Doesn't matter who's done it.
2: Yeah. Lindsay's been taking off for the team for a while. Um, you know. But he's had a couple of good weeks, that's the thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's done some good stuff.
2: Well, he's a, he was after a contract extension earlier, and he's got it, so uh, he didn't need to get the goal, so he handballed one off to Boomer about eight metres out. All right, it, it'll be coming back. Let's,
1: let's be honest about that <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll get into the games proper, and probably the best game of the weekend um, was the Cats and the Bulldogs on uh, Friday night. It, it is one of those ones where the honourable loss, and it's like, even the commentators were going on about it, that... You can't have a go at the Bulldogs players because they've lost by five goals, but they've had the best player on the grounds at half time go down. Yeah, mm. and they lost McRae as well, and they just on the back of every other injury they've had. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's getting ridiculous.
0: It's almost like they're going to war against Genghis Khan every week or something. Yeah. They're always coming out yeah. with someone that's out for serious horrific injuries. The thing is, Beveridge has been trying everything. Um, they went down. I think, a couple of days
2: early to Geelong to acclimatise.
1: Yeah, they went a day early because they didn't want to get stuck in traffic or whatever and be worried about driving down on the day. So they went the day before, slept in Geelong overnight, which probably improved Geelong's GDP by 8% or (laughs) something. (laughs) Well, yeah, moving from Melbourne to Geelong improves the IQ of both areas. Um, And they still walk out with two probably close to end-of-the-season injuries. The, yeah. Depending, I, don't, I haven't seen the medical report today. Yeah, I
0: haven't seen what they said, but I mean, it's hard to think how they get back in. Normally, uh, seven to ten
2: weeks, I think they said for um, Libbers, uh, not Libbers, are uh, McCrae's. Yeah. and Libber, he, I can't see him playing this week, and honestly, I, he might sneak back in for first round of finals, but well, geez, the, the you, buy, the buy, be lucky to.
1: The buy in round twenty four is going to help. Yeah, um, yeah, I think they're probably the only team that's going to enjoy that buy. Yeah, but even with that, you always
2: ended up uh, end up asking the question: Do you go for an underdone star, or do you go for a fully fit journeyman, yeah. or rookie? I think
1: um, that, that's tough. Look for the Bulldogs. I think you go the underdone star because you, it's it's not conceding, but you go look injury list. We're not gonna we're not gonna have a crack at the premiership. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd rather have one more game of finals under Liberatore. Yeah, or, yep. or whoever that other person happens to be, rather than all right, Will Minson, where you go.
2: Well, the other thing they've mentioned too is that um, they've come out and said there's a lot of room in the salary cap, which is surprising considering they were talking about Boyd
0: wanting to have to take a pay cut. Well, well it, it, The Bulldogs weren't, well, but... Boyd's uh, definitely take not. a pay cut, not because of salary cap room, it's because he's done
1: fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Match payment cut. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, it might be too that they don't have to pay uh, Ryan Griffin. I don't know if they had to pay him one year or two years oh, yeah. or whatever because they're paying... The rumours were a quarter of a million of his salary. Jeez. Well,
2: the, the story was that also they've been paying unders for the last few years. Like, they haven't paid their full cap in quite a while.
1: Oh, so they've banked up a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: which I guess will piss off uh, Libertore, <laughs> Well, Wallace. I am
1: going to say, some of them can't complain because they weren't playing either. This is true.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's still a pretty bold move by the Bulls to come out and say that because the skill in their list is all their young players. And so yeah. if you're coming out and saying we've got some cap room, well, all of a sudden, their negotiations go. All right, well, well you've got, got some, some cap, cap room, room yeah? yeah. there. That means I've got some negotiating room. Tell so what, if you're Johannesson or Wood, you'd be saying,
2: "Well, I think there will be a little less cap room in a few weeks, won't there, boss?" Yeah.
1: <laughs> or what if you're Lynn John saying uh, about that cap room? Like, yep, we're counting yours too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done the maths. Um, it was one thing that came out of this game that I saw was Clay Smith. Um, there was a tackle, and I think it was the second quarter uh, where he got Selwood, and it wasn't given hold of the ball, but it probably should not have been. It wasn't just the fact that he was uh, strong enough to tackle Selwood and bring him down. Yeah. And legally, I mean, there was, he gave him no chance to dip at the knees or raise the arms or, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was the fact that Selwood was doing a little give and go with another man. And he was smart enough to see right, <laughs> the ball's going to go there. He's going to get it straight back. I'm not going to worry about the man with the ball. Yeah. I'm going straight to where Selwood's going to be. Yeah. And as soon as Selwood got the ball, he was right there. It was perfectly well-thought-out play.
2: You think that'd be reasonably obvious? If Selwood's given the ball off, he's going to want it back. Especially if he's running backwards. Yes. Um, so, by all means,
1: he is a very smart player amongst players that aren't very smart. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's easy to see that from, from the stands, but mm. he he read the play, you know, two handballs in advance. That's all, all you need to do.
2: Yeah, and the other point, too, to tackle Sir without giving away a kick... Um, he, he cops a fair bit of it because he deserves it dropping the knees throwing the head back all that sort of crap um, but just tackling around the waist
1: pin the yeah. arms job exactly. done um, it was somebody on the weekend it might have been Lee Matthews I can't remember who said I don't mind it's a an audit on the tackler mm. is, yeah. it sounds like a very Lee Matthews way of putting it doesn't it yeah. but it is right I'm going to uh, drop here or raise my arm up if you don't tackle properly I'm getting a free kick if yep. you tackle properly I'm in shit yeah and uh, in this one, like I said, it wasn't given hold of the ball, but it should have been. Yeah. Um, the other <clears throat> main uh, thing out of the game was I think Paddy Dangerfield banked another three votes. Is he? Is anybody going to get him?
0: I don't think so. No. Look, yeah, the how. The only thing that'll stop
2: him is that um, maybe he's sworn at a few umpires. Um.
1: Uh, yeah, the umpires can be pretty thin-skinned. I guess they can, but I I, I can't see it. Uh, his, when you have a dominant game, and he, mm. some of his games have been ridiculously dominant, yeah. and then you get the media hype around it as well, yeah. mm. um, I think it might be almost as short a price as uh, Fife was last year. Yeah, but then
2: again, you know, you look the year before with the Prittis, and you think, who who backed him in?
1: Yeah, there weren't yeah, many. There weren't many that weren't West Coast Eagles supporters. Yeah. I,
0: I think Dangerfield could have erupted wrapped up earlier than we've seen in a long time. It, it comes around. He's so. been
1: consistent. It wouldn't surprise me, and... Hit you know, the ground he's running. Been
0: the, too. He's been on the track. All that hype. Hit the ground running. Yeah. I, th- I mean, think no had- one. Eyes weren't on anyone else in that Jong squad except for
1: Dane Shield for the first five rounds. Yeah, and I think he had three votes in round one yeah. against Hawthorne, I reckon. I think everyone else is a smoky. Yeah, it, yeah. that's the way it feels like. Like you go, oh yeah, Sloane, and you know I said Parker at the start of the year, but I'd,
2: I'd love to see Maxi Gorn get uh, a big, big amount of votes because I think he deserves it. Being uh, well, the most improved player I've seen all year.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if he'll get into double figures.
0: Yeah, well, I think he'll make doubles. I don't think he'll make 20. Yeah. may not be enough in the win
1: column for, for the Melbourne player to get up there. Mid, mid-table, yeah. And it's that gonna beard's going to be worth a couple of votes, surely. Uh, speaking of, um, Jimmy Bartell with a lazy left foot from 45 yeah. ah. with 10 seconds left. Yep, fairy I like that that was well done. Best way to wrap uh, it up.
0: Um, yeah, unlike Boomer at a set shop. <laughs> where you put, put the, I think Josh put the video up on... Yeah. Um, on our Facebook page. where And as soon as he took that mark, everyone's phones went up. Yeah, everyone, yeah, did. everyone yeah. had their phone out. And it was crazy everyone, see that disappointment. Everyone's
2: holding their breath. you got blokes who are halfway through a piss who've yep. zipped up too <laughs> soon to pop their head out and have a look. Even uh, some of the Saints supporters got out there. Yeah, and then fucking pink on the... Anyway, we'll get into that. But um, yeah, you got uh, Enright as well, breaking the games record for Geelong. Um, it's just amazing in one round, you've got the... Geelong games record 300 games for Jimmy and then you know the Boomers and 350 for Pav and 350 for Pav and a couple of guys got 100, hundred, hundred fifty. that no one paid any yeah. attention how to how did you feel yeah.
1: like, I'm glad that nobody like 200 games is a big milestone oh, I'm glad has. nobody played 200 games this weekend because it's like really? fuck off mate
0: yeah it'd be worse if you are playing for North and you had to chair Boomer off yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, anyway Geelong have the easiest run home for the next four weeks i think they don't play anybody in single figures when it comes to the ladder position yeah um so their percentage is already high and it's not going to get any lower so uh have to be red hot for a top 2 finish with Geelong which is making my preseason season uh prediction go looking pretty good
2: yeah well they've got Essendon next and i if Essendon copped uh was it just under 100 points after they got a couple of junk time goals yeah yep. yeah yep. it could be 120 this week um I I th- can see that they're at paying a dollar 5. That's I have I have no idea uh who's going to take that bet. Oh that that's to make top 4. Oh wait. Um what's the uh head to head on Essendon and Geelong? It is a dollar 1 for it, for Geelong. Yeah, that's actually better odds than I thought they'd be. I thought it'd be a flat dollar. Yeah, yeah. Um, Essendon at 17 you can make it 70 so it, it, it it's not going to matter, gonna matter. Yeah. Um, I don't think even the staunchest Essendon supporter would put a single
1: brass tack on this I think the staunchest Essendon supporter is still watching <laughs> yeah um, on to game number two and here we go I mean what do you say Giants versus Tigers I looked at the score on my phone at half time um, or just before half time and it was uh, I think 8 goals to zip zip. Yeah. 9 goals to zip and went yep, I don't need to see a kick of this game
0: well, after the at half time I actually took the the time to try and figure out how much percentage we need to lose in order to get a good draft pick. <laughs> We're heading the right direction. Heading the right direction. Oh, it looks like Dimmer, too, has decided to throw a couple of dead cats in
2: there. He's just trying to ping on anyone, have a crack of Martin or anything, as long as people aren't talking about him getting a sack.
0: Well, I saw some some of the media come out and say, oh, the torch is on Dimmer. It's like, no, it's not.
1: We don't want to win games. We want to <laughs> get draft picks. These are usually locked up for another two years. Yeah, what the fuck do you want draft picks for? You're just going to waste them. I did hear somebody say, I don't know if Dimmer is a shit coach for getting Richmond to three finals and winning zero, or if he's the greatest coach for getting this Richmond to three finals. Yeah. Well, it's, it could go either way. Yeah. I did see uh,
2: Kerry and Darcy having a chat on Talking Footy, saying, all right, you look at guys like Deledio. He's not playing in the next Richmond flag. Well, you know, maybe none of them playing in the next Richmond flag, <laughs> but the next big finals tilt. Do you trade him? Do you go to, say, GWS and say, look, you've got three first-round picks. We want two of them. Uh, we'll give you Deledio. Maybe throw in a bit of cash to cover his wage.
0: Yeah, but the thing is... Get yeah, both. You also need players in your squad to be able to teach other players as well. Yeah. So that's where Deledio yeah. comes in. He's going to be a stalwart in that back line because you know the young talent, but unless you've got people to sort of guide them and show them the game plan oh, on Dusty the can,
1: Dusty can guide them. But you look at their top five <laughs> players, and let's say Rewalt, Rance, Martin, Cochin, and Deledio. You'd take I, them in any side. They're five superstars. Mm. Yeah. You can't just... Throw them up and say, right, let's see what we can get in one or two drafts. See if yeah. we can get uh, a young Delidio or yeah. a young Martin.
2: But the thing is, their next five are probably edge of best twenty-two in a lot of other teams. That's it. So the yeah. five
1: after that wouldn't get a game in another squad. Well, that's it. It's the next five and the five after. They're the ones they have got to look at and start to say, right, what are we doing with them? Hmm. Um, you know, they've been um, unlucky that Yaron hasn't played a game. But I thought he was a wrong pickup, even if he was fit. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's another one. Um, Marek has dropped off this year. That I think he's finished at the end of the yeah, year. I, yeah. Unless I he's can't, got a contract, I don't know.
2: You can't fault his heart. Um He he wants to be there and he wants to be playing, but the, the body's letting him down. No, yeah. the, oh,
0: it's just Hampson and... um Griffin? Griffin. Yeah, and they've, they've, they've have, had decent seasons. Oh, they've actually had seasons. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's made the difference. They've actually been on the pitch and been healthy, so... They've Marich been footy always, players. Marich is always the fill-in for um uh ruck stocks that were never coming good. Yeah. So once you've got those two healthy, I mean... He is a good player. He's He's got a role to play, but that role doesn't exist in the team at the moment with Hampson and Griffin in there.
2: Honestly, I'd, I don't see him on the field next year. I don't think they need him there. I think a coaching role would be fantastic for him. Um, I don't know what sort of contract he's got, but I imagine
1: it wouldn't be a long one based on his age. And since we last recorded, I think Chaplin retired as well, effective he, immediately. Chaplin, he yeah. He did, yep. Yeah. Um, which, i got no problem with Chaplin. I reckon he's all right. He did his job. Yeah, he's he did, one of those so. guys that had a job to do, and he yep. did it. Yeah.
2: It was funny, though, they came up with the presser saying, oh, you know, it was an amicable decision. I'm like, what was that decision? Like, he rocks up one day and find his lockers cleaned out. He's like, am I retired? He's like, well, do you want to be? I,
1: I think the amical part was, can you be bothered playing VFL this year? <laughs> yeah. <Nah. laughs> Retire right now. I don't know if he's actually playing VFL, but it doesn't matter. Um, GWS, just a, a little bit of scare with Mummy, but I reckon he'd be all right. But um, they've got a fairly easy run in as well. And with a percentage in the 140s, um, just coasting in nicely.
2: Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll definitely rest a bunch of players in round uh, 23 and probably
1: take it easy and take the loss with a bit of luck. So they're playing north round 23, I assume. Yep. Um, but it didn't. Still, they've got that little bit like their midfield when it fires is best in the comp or, or yeah, you know, it's top the most three exciting the by far. Yep. They've still got a lot of stars up forward. You're like, oh, I wish we could see more from um, Pat yes, and yeah. Jeremy mm-hmm. Cameron. Well, I'd like to see a game
0: where some of their stars have have, have gone, taken a step back and gone, oh, shit, I don't need to do as much this game. Yeah. Because the other members of the team have sort of been more consistent. Uh, but you've still got, there's still a lot of talent in there. And when it all clicks, geez, it's good to watch. And they're getting the best use out of their older blokes. Like we're still talking
2: about Mumford. Yeah. he He's the monster of the team. Um If he's not fit, then they really do look a bit more fragile.
1: Yeah, I mean, not only did he go off, but when you look at the stats we've got up here, zero kicks and 16 Mm. handballs. That's got to be some close to a record. Yeah. For most disposals without a kick. I'm sure there's others out there, like plenty of Ruckman. Um, Mm. But it it does say that uh, he's uh, not looking to kick. Is that a way to say it? Yeah.
2: He's not looking for the long kick. Um, Do you rest him? do you say? Absolutely. Yeah, yep. I, I don't think... Um, I think top two is definitely their goal at the moment and, well, it should be when you're sitting two. Yeah, I think they'll get there. But um, I, I don't think they need him in the next
0: couple of matches.
1: No, that's it. they got a nice run in. Um, why risk it?
0: Yeah. I found it interesting that Devin Smith managed to chalk up 14 tackles i tackled going to be tackled his own team or what? Because I don't think Tiger's had 14 possessions. He was doing the water boy, uh, just
1: Campbell intercept, bang. A few stats to pad the Supercoach team there? I think so. Maybe he's... Uh, Incentivized. He, he better can a Coke during the week with one of his other players. <laughs> yeah. Said so I can get more tackles than you. Um, well, I
0: bet you you get tackled more than me next game. <laughs> Ty Vickery, do you reckon... Um... Go
2: on. Speaking about trading yeah. people, Yeah. he's one of the people that you
1: trade.
2: I think he's got value. So I think um, trade him now while he has some level of value, because honestly, he um, to me he's like a bit of a magic door in that his highlights are not too bad. Yeah. But uh, his minute to minute is fucking ordinary. The
1: thing is with Ty's highlights though, even he's surprised at them.
0: Yeah, that's it. I mean, when you look at the history, <laughs> it, there are some good things there. It's a pretty long history, but I don't know. I reckon you. Polish the tyres, you know. Give it a once over. Be able to scrape him up as a decent sell. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of the oil leaks. I don't know
1: who you're going to sell him to. Like the- Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. Come on, mate. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We've te- we've helped you out. <laughs> nah, I-, I can't see how he can
2: stay. Just imagine Carlton though. They're like, imagine if he does turn out. They're like, fuck. We took a forward in, and he came
1: better. <laughs> yeah. This is what this feels like. Um. Yeah. Poor old Tigers. Season's done, and yeah. um, GWS was warming in. Um, next one down to Aurora um, Hawthorne versus Carlton. This is again another really tough match to watch. Just the like, goal kicking was um, pathetic. Yeah. Well, I have found it's
0: I haven't really seen a cracking match at Aurora or in Tassie to be honest. Been a I'm long to time. Think of it, but
1: yeah, there's been close games, but not good ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, close, yeah, and it's it, I mean, I still remember the right angle breeze the North, were playing. <laughs> North yeah, and yeah. West Coast. North and West Coast. The, yeah. That was loose as fuck.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was at uh, Hobart. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, But yeah. Uh, you, you're right, that was very much uh, a game that favoured the veterans. I think that was the uh, Boomer Sneaky 52. Yeah. It was, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the the breeze, you kick it above the grandstand, all of a sudden it takes a whole different direction. But uh, it was entertaining, even if it did give me a heart attack.
1: Something for both teams. Uh, Bradley Hill's turned into the worst in the 22 to a top five player ever since the uh, story came out that he's had a meeting with Ross Lyon. Yeah. Mm. I really like the way it's gone about. I think it is mature. Like, at the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah. Like, it is footy clubs and teams and that kind of stuff. But uh, at the I mean, Hall- end of get- the
0: day, Hawthorne isn't going to care that much. Well, if but- you're going to go, at, le- at least give them something good in return. They've been nice to you. you yeah. Know? Put on
1: a bit of form, bump up your value.
0: Um,
1: and that's what he's doing. I mean, he's still contracted for next year. So if he mm. goes, it's going to be a trade. Yeah. I mean, he'll he'd probably be best 22, I guess, but he's not best 10. No, but he's playing best 10 in the last two weeks, uh,
2: yeah, at yeah. least. He's had really good games. Which, which is exactly what you want him to do if you're Hawthorne, because that ups his value
1: dramatically. Yeah, of course it does. Um, so well, you might have a few guys feeding him ball <laughs> and let him run with it, make him look good. Because I was actually disappointed when he was still in the team and Billy Hartung got dropped instead. Yeah. They're, they're the same player, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's yeah. faster? Jeez. Uh, well, I think that... Billy Hartung H- has that weirder running style where he's a bit more square on. He but He's I think is shorter. Quicker but I think he has the beep test record that he took off Hill. Right. Oh, really? Oh, and, yeah. They're both uh, speedsters. I'd he, say Hill might be more agile, though.
2: He seems like he could... Um, he seems like it. Yeah, I, I've got no metric to back that up.
1: Yeah. Um, and on the other side, uh, gee, uh, Jack Silvani he has to cop a lot of media and a lot of attention just because of his surname. Yeah. But uh, he does some really nice things. Um, he didn't get much of the ball, but uh, he put on a lot of pressure acts, and I think he got a... a Caused a goal through a tackle, yeah. uh, mm. In the third, when when Carlton needed it because it looked like Hawthorne were just about to do their one-quarter effort to blow a team away again.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's because he's he's young, but he always looks in the game or aware of the game. Like yeah. he's always uh, trying to do something. He's never ah, oh, it's over there. Fuck it, I don't need to do anything now. Yeah, he's yeah, always, he, he's to always working hard. Yeah, I don't know if it's because he's a young fella or just in his nature. But... Well,
2: you look compare him to um, James H yeah. where Aish seems right. to think uh, I deserve this spot. Whereas Silvani seems to think he has to earn every uh, every right to pull on that Guernsey. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a, such a better attitude he seems to have. I mean, right. I don't know either bloke, but uh, it seems that way.
1: Just then, Ben, I thought when Josh asked you to compare them, you're going to say, right, well, I know who this one is. <laughs> <laughs> what team does James H. play for? Are you Wood. <laughs> Collingwood. Collingwood, yes. Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. Down from Brisbane, yeah.
0: Yeah, I already come down from Brisbane. But um, he- he's. He's one of the people that if Collingwood were doing well this season, he would be under a lot of pressure for having pretty shit form. But since they've all been
1: pretty crap, yeah, actually, then... He's had one or two all right weeks, actually. actually well, it was him then. It, it needed to, needed to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Doherty had uh, one of the worst clangers for the year. Kicking out from full back when you hit the, oh, the, oh, yeah. the man on the mark. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the man on the mic does the right thing and puts it straight back over your head yeah. you know, within two steps. Try
0: again. <laughs> uh, the
1: only, uh, one of the things I was watching about it is it's uh, one of those mistakes that's so bad that you can't help but laugh yeah. at yourself and you go, oh, fuck, the camera's on me and it's going to show me laughing, this yeah. is, which just makes it worse. Yeah, the
0: coach's in there yelling, he's going, steam coming out of the ears and you're laughing. never goes down well. Yeah. It, it's one of those nooses around your neck, might as well jump off the horse kind of... You you're already for a, penny for a you're, pound?
2: you're already running towards the bench, knowing you're going to cop a blasting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it can go either way with the opposition. Um, usually they come up and bump you and rub your face in it yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I think Hawthorne just ran the other way and just started high fiving each other. Yeah. Like <laughs> he knows what he's done.
2: Casbolt <laughs> uh, didn't uh, trouble the scorers too much in the big sticks again, which is you know disappointing for the bloke. Take six marks, zero one.
1: Well, he wasn't Robinson Crusoe there either. I mean. Mm. There's a couple of blokes with uh, well, crews with one two as well. Um, but even like um, Jack Gunston, you know, he kicked four points, and only the one goal, and I think the one goal was really close in. Um, but all the others were like set shots, you know, very gettable ones for him. Yeah. usually nails, but everybody was having trouble with it down there. It made it really tough to watch again. Well, yeah, Carlton with no multiple goal scorers. There How go. bad's that? Yeah, but I mean they they tried hard. Um oh, look, they've done a better season than I thought they would. It was funny, like because when I was trying to think, okay, who won the ruck duels, like around the ground? I'm like, oh, McAvoy had some good parts, but geez, Cruiser took some nice marks. Yeah. And then Segler, yeah, he took some nice marks too. And then so did um, uh, McKay or McKay or whatever the other young lad is, uh, Carlton. So it looked like all four ruckmen were all right, which means they probably went nowhere near each other.
0: Yeah, that's it. You probably had one, one in the, each segment of the ground and they yeah. fuck all stayed there. Well, Cruiser's always had that promise. Um, he's a player he's that. said, fuck Nice. Yeah, when he's yeah. on,
2: he looks fantastic. But then every game he's having a good game, all of a sudden, three quarter time, whatever, he'll land weird. And you're like, oh, is he coming back out or not?
0: Was he in a one pick?
1: <clears throat> yep. Yeah. You remember he had the, the Cruiser Cup back yeah, in the day. That's right. Um, but yeah, G's have done well. It's, it's amazing that Carlton are uh, like one win less than Richmond on the ladder. And everyone's mm. just so impressed with Carlton. And everyone's just gone, yeah, well, that's Richmond. Yep. Um, But anyway, the Hawks uh, go on. So you're saying Richmond should get uh, Mick Malthouse and then sack him after a bit? Yeah, I think they should get him and sack him immediately. Um, Collingwood hosting West Coast Eagles. Uh, Interesting this game, and uh, leading on from the last game, uh, Darcy Moore has got the NAB Rising Star um, nomination for the week because he was probably best on ground before he got injured and went off. (laughs) Um, He only got eight possessions. And I thought, you know, Jack Silvani might get a nod for the rising star but he only had seven possessions yeah. I'm like well it's only one off didn't it yeah well but, um, I mean I only found out
0: when um, was it Fantasia who got it twice you it, can get nominated twice you can get nominated in two
1: separate years ah oh, oh,
0: separate years yeah. oh okay I thought it was in the one year was like, oh, that's a bit uh, no you can't get nominated weird. twice okay. in the one mm. year yeah. right. forget but,
1: that um, it's you've got to be under a certain age and played uh, less than 10 games at the start of the year or something like that right so I think even if Silvani plays the next four games he can still get nominated next year. Uh, okay, he, he still qualifies next year. Yeah, mm. um, it's going to be an interesting award too because halfway mark I thought Weedering had it. Yeah, but now he's he's been okay without being great. Yeah, um, so it'd be interesting. He's probably still leading the pack, but
2: I, I'd say so. I
1: look, mean,
2: he he does he, he's best twenty two already, um, and probably even for Carlton, maybe
0: top half of their first uh, he, pick. Every I'd record.
1: put him in maybe the. the Top six best and Ferris for Carlton this year. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, probably get close. Maybe he stands out because you're looking for him. Yeah, that too. I mean, yeah, Fantasia from Essen's done good, but it's hard to see an Essendon player yeah. get up there and, and get in it. But Petraco, when he wasn't injured, I mean, he's come back and he's had some good games. He's had some very good games. Signal so is up there. And, mm-hmm. and I just think he hasn't had enough Sh- games, that's all. Sh- Shacky had a couple at the start, but then he
1: yeah, done been nowhere. But it's yeah. oh, as well. He's
2: been spending too much time handing around resumes.
1: Yeah. Um, Collingwood now have more top eight wins. Uh, wins against top eight sides than West Coast Eagles do, and I think by some margin as well. Yeah. I think it's one to three or one to four, or something like that. Um, so it's almost the year that wasn't for Collingwood. 12th well, doesn't feel like justice.
2: No, I it um, doesn't feel like what I kind of expected or even wanted Collingwood to have, because finishing 12th, it's, uh, it's not what they would have wanted at the start of the year, but after where they were at halfway through the season, they'd probably take it. And uh, I don't think Buckley will be feeling much pressure if they finish where they are now.
1: No, I don't. I think he's fine. Yeah. I, I said right,
2: showing at the, what they've
1: shown. Yeah, right at the start of the year, eight wins was their pass mark because that's what Lee Matthews got five years after winning a premiership. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, and he had the same number of wins in those five years that Buckley had coming into this year. Lee Matthews won eight games, got sacked. So Buckley's got eight and four weeks to improve on that. So yeah, uh, I think he'll be all fine.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see him, sack. So, don't get me wrong, but uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any coach coming in
0: that would uh, do much better. There's probably no one putting their hand up to come in. <laughs> Why would you want to go in there? Uh, Travis Cloak missing another on the goal square. Oh, Always great mate. to
1: see. We, we were watching that uh, at. Eddie had yeah. waiting for the the North game to start, and uh, we go, oh yeah, cloak's lining up from the goal square. Well, he's got that out of his system now, hasn't he? Nope, nope, <laughs> still just the post, I think. Just doing what he does. Yeah.
0: And everyone walking around in the out of there was just like, <laughs> oh yeah, fair enough, Cloak in the goal square.
1: It was actually it was a good atmosphere know, watching fuck. this game at Eddie had. There was a heap yeah. of people just crowded yeah. around the screens watching it. It was great. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was good fun.
2: Well, I think too a lot of people are there for the the Marston match,
0: and they just love their footy. Of course,
1: yeah. Um, it felt like a, an old footy club. Yeah, yeah, didn't we? We yeah it down. did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it smelled it... like a little bit in the <laughs> legend room where it was. Yeah. Same S- budget. Stale beer. You know. Yeah. Um, so we didn't watch much of this game because we were making it into the other one. But uh, you've got to say Eagles are looking shy going into September, but they do have a big trump card in uh, Nick Nui who's due back any any minute now.
0: Yeah, and they've also got a lot of percentage. So, I mean, their run home is pretty tough, but it's, already ha- it's always hard to predict uh, West Coast's mm. future because they're so unpredictable on the road yeah. you just don't
2: know yeah. how
1: they're
0: going to turn up
2: Nick Nat was a hamstring or Achilles
1: uh, I've got a feeling it was Achilles
2: yeah uh, and for a bloke like him where his uh, ability is all tied to his leap and his um, ability to run around the ground it is something that really if it's not 100% can uh, really hamper him it's the Achilles I just checked that yep. um so you know
1: he's going to be confident taking those massive leaps, uh, but yet he has to. Well, I think that's all he knows. So they're not going to put him back in if he's fifty percent. All right. They they're playing finals. Like it's mathematically yeah. possible they can't. No, sorry, it's mathematically possible that they can drop out, yeah. but it's not going to happen. Yeah, um, yeah. I
2: think uh, Port need to win everything from here on in, and they need to lose everything and something like that. Goals each way, I don't know.
1: Um, which just won't happen. Um, Port Adelaide aren't beating Sydney this week, for example. Uh, so it's going to be interesting with West Coast, um, which West Coast turns up. Um, I think the real test for them will be round 22, which is at home to Hawthorne, um, because they'll have Nick Knapp back then. He might be uh, a, a week in or, or you know, um, second start up. Um, and we can see, okay, how do they go um, against the top eight side again?
2: Yeah, especially that if Hawthorne's vulnerable anywhere, it is in the ruck.
1: Uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, on to the other Saturday night game that we did not bother watching. Port Adelaide beat Brisbane. Do we need to say anything?
2: Uh, Port Adelaide have probably underachieved this year. Um, Their squad is much better than the results they've had. Uh, You could say uh, Ryder being out and... um, Mumfries. Mumfries has uh, crueled a bit of their initial strategy. But um, their best is brilliant. And it just shows how well they were travelling that Butcher was able to put four on the board. Because uh, he has made Cloak look like a Gary Ablett Senior um, in some his of his games. Game time. Yeah. So it's probably saved his career. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if he was uh, really keyed in to go anywhere, but certainly Port would have been looking at offers and anything, a Big Mac or above. But uh, now he, he's shown a bit and uh, they'll probably stick with him for a bit.
1: Either way, I know they're playing lowly Brisbane, um, who put up a, Good game last week to get their second win for the year, but um, still 25 goals is a good return. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Re- regardless of the margin in the end, and um, to just put 25 on the board, you go, okay, we've done our job.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's 25 23. So they probably could have even pumped it out
1: to 30, maybe even 35 goals if they had a kick straight. Yeah. But um, uh, all I can say for Brisbane's sake is it's lucky that uh, Boomer Harvey's game was on. um Free to air and on at the same time because uh, there's nobody that was a neutral yeah, watching this game. Yeah, Everyone
0: I, could be disappointed at that game.
2: <laughs> I, I thought a Lepich was a bit rough to be watching that game too. Um, well, why
1: wouldn't he? Looks well, like, where am I going to assistant coach next year?
0: Well, yeah, he's leaving the car idling. He probably get a game
1: for the North next year. Yeah, no, he's well, he's in the back line. He's in the age bracket. <laughs> so let's uh, forget that match ever happened and move on to North Melbourne versus uh, the Saints. To be honest, it was a crap game. It was shit ass, but. The crowd was there, made it almost enjoyable. Um, no, that's been a bit unfair. It, the crowd atmosphere was something great. Yeah, the crowd were... Ca- oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 44,000, uh, um, yep. not a bad little turnout.
0: It was. It didn't look that much when we were sitting there, but everyone seemed to be standing up on the outer. I hmm.
1: think there was plenty of people that bought uh, general admission and just decided, I'm going to go standing room. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, pre-match was uh, interesting terrible Um, interesting for all the wrong reasons you're right for starters um, they had North Melbourne had the biggest banner I've ever seen Yeah, which is great (laughs) Uh, and all they
0: had on a big fucking Canterbury sign uh,
1: on on the back that we can see yeah exactly cool but okay so we're all there for Boomer Harvey Uh, first thing walking in um, this is the second big milestone game we've been to at Etihad this year because we went to Nick Riewoldt's 300th. Yeah. Do you remember what we got at Nick Riewoldt's 300th? We got a hat. For free. Yeah. It was a free hat. It was hats off for Rui.
0: Yeah.
1: So what do we do when we go to the North Melbourne 427 game? They got hats for 10 bucks. Yep. And who made that call? Yeah, no well, Boomer fucking Brent Harvey. fucking Harvey, you can guarantee it. And he's probably getting uh, 11 bucks for each hat. <laughs> the
0: hats were shit-ass too.
1: Yeah, well, uh, it was a $10 hat.
0: But just the whole logo of that four twenty seven, yeah. I mean, that was, that was it, trying hard to try and fit that into Boomer. That it
2: looks like
1: real hard. It looked like heavy, not Harvey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. S- somebody thought it up and look, it kind of looks like a four twenty seven, and just couldn't let it go. Yeah,
2: I think someone uh, read the Da Vinci Code and yeah. saw the the code they had in there with the fire and water and whatever, and said, "That's what I'm going to fucking do."
1: But yeah. The biggest disappointment to me was when it came time for uh, Boomer and the players to run out onto the ground. Now this is the big moment, you know. Game number four twenty seven, run through the banner. Yeah, and they had the fucking stupid song piping through the PA system. Yeah, like, you've got forty four thousand people here. Mm, yeah. Half of them are here for one reason, one reason yep. only, and yep. you've drowned them out. Yeah, you could not hear a
0: thing. But it wasn't even the good part of like the song or whatever. Was that no. drumming? that that pre pre match yeah. fucking noise that they play. It's not yeah. anything. It yeah. just drowned out everything that the crowd was. It,
1: it ruined the crowd for getting involved in that moment. Yeah, because everyone was standing up and clapping and sort of just looking at each other like, yeah. They're, okay, what's that noise? Yeah. And uh, in contrast, at the end of the game, when he got cheered off, where they didn't have anything piping through, you yeah. could hear the roar and yeah. hear the crowd. Like, and that was a big mistake.
2: Everyone was still there. Even all the St. Kilda fans, where the game was well and truly iced, yeah. very um, few of them
0: left. Yeah, the real fans rock up for the pregame, though.
1: yes we were having bets at uh, what moment Josh would actually make it on time but uh, about three seconds before the first bout so we we both lost
2: so fucking perfect efficient
1: (laughs) Um,
2: Jed Anderson I thought had a brilliant game but Looking at his stats, he only got seven
1: touches. No, um, he he, was, he, he was, ran around a lot. Ran around a lot. Yeah. Uh, put him yeah. right bump mass- on Massive bump. <laughs> he had on. a beautiful bump. He, he oh, got yeah. a thousand dollar fine for it, which I thought what? was a, really? bit, a bit unlucky. Really I thought he should have got a thousand dollar prize. Yeah. So I, I guess they're saying that the like the initial bump, is bump was on the hip and shoulder, and then the head, you know, whip into his shoulder. I don't know. Let, uh, and, that's
2: some bullshit. Let's, let's be honest here, though. If you meet someone solid hip and shoulder, and they <laughs> their head wobbles around. That's their fault. That's their conditioning being shit and they're not protecting themselves. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I thought it was a great bump that uh, Riewoldt just did not see coming yeah. and I thought it, it winded him because yeah. we it heard it Yeah, because um, it was uh, right in front of where we were sitting.
2: Well, Revolt walks around, he'd probably say about, what, 85, 90 kilo? Yeah. Uh, Maybe 90, even a bit more? 90-ish, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. guessing.
1: I'd be surprised if Jed Anderson was over 70. He's a big lad this year. He's, he's a lot bigger than he was last year. He's
2: on Boomer's bench um, press. I'm not press.
1: North, North getting drugs or, or PEDS or anything, but all I'm saying
2: is... If they afford it, they would. <laughs> he's on Spark by Boomer, which he's may or may not be uh, Michael Jordan's special
1: water. Oh, that's right, yeah. That fucking... Space, Space Jam, Jam was on the other night, one. yeah. They're remaking that too, I think. With yeah, uh, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Money to burn. Um, what
0: about Aaron Mullet? did a couple of nice things for once uh, in the forward lines. Yeah, yeah he did all right. Uh, actually was it?
2: he wasn't a liability and i think um there were no real liabilities in this match uh oh,
0: Dumont, he had the
2: first goal in the first minute
0: and he had a run with roll with the uh, stevens even robertson for the saints did a couple of good things up forward which is surprising yeah, kick, kicks a nice point yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: but it wasn't one of those games where it, the skill level never caught up to the pressure level yeah mm. yeah um it, it wasn't the worst game i've seen but it just it lacked that Something like that. Yeah. Like, touch a class. There was
0: there were some periods in the, I think it was the second quarter or something where I literally zoned out and didn't realise I was at a game of footy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which is kind of disappointing.
2: I think the kick of a goal was the big part of that though. Like if uh, if halftime it was seven two versus seven four instead of four seven and two seven, you'd be like, oh, she's running for a cracker. Here. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Uh, as it was, when you're cocking up one of the most basic skills, and there weren't many rush behinds. Um, uh. It doesn't look good. Uh, there were some very, very gettable goals. Uh, I think there was four posters all night. Yeah, something like that. A lot of them uh, felt maybe short five. too. Yeah, um, the felt like a lot. The go- the point that got the biggest ovation was Harvey's, which we talked about earlier. But uh, ooh, ooh. the one he actually got with yeah. uh, Lindsay Thomas got uh, a fantastic mark. It was a great mark. Actually, um, it was well judged. Jumping through, meeting the ball at the highest point, looking lovely. Takes a walk back. Boomer standing there with his hands in his heads. And apparently, Thomas says to him. Boomer. You want this one? And hey, you know, d- didn't ask twice. Yeah, he's yeah. got oh, yeah. <laughs> Quick sneaky hand bang. The problem was the crowd didn't know what was happening. No. Uh, Everyone's like,
1: "Oh, he's lining up. He'll take the full 30 seconds." The problem was everyone was looking at the scoreboard for the replay of the mark. Yeah. It was yeah. a great mark and missed yeah. it. Just missed the goal completely.
2: But uh look, he'll, he'll still be happy with that. He got a, he got his name on the board.
0: Well, it was the second best mark that night. Drew yeah, Petrie took a hanger. He, he took and a couple of yeah, nice ones.
2: He got nominated for mark and goal of the year. I mean, he's not going to win either. But um, he had a nice hanger. And that goal where he did a nice little 360 brush off, backing in the way, right. Fade away. Yeah, it was uh, a Drew Petrie we haven't seen for about three seasons. It was a good team effort for all the players to jump on him before he did <laughs> <Yeah>. some <laughs> Frank the Tank embarrassing shit again. Yeah, But, um, you know, about three weeks ago I was saying Petrie probably isn't playing next year. And he's come out and played a blinder, so... I reckon uh, every single North Melbourne player ain't playing next year. So, um, so I, they can all come out and have flyers. Yeah, I reckon fate will prove me wrong and they'll smash it. So great.
0: What about Jared Waite got injured in that uh, tunneling or sliding in incident that happened towards yeah. the North. Not much in it, but apparently he did something to his hip. Well, he's, gone well, he's, he's had a bad hit for a while. Now. Surgery? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, just... gone,
2: uh, he's had a bad hit for a bit. Um, oh, okay. He's gone for an arthroscopy where they're just going to check it out. Um, it might just be they give him a quick Grease up on oil change, but um, to be honest, I I don't think it's going to be a one week thing. Especially when you've got Daw playing well back there, and Mason Woods is about another three weeks away.
0: So yeah. I I don't know if we'll see wait again. Well, it takes, until finals. it takes it takes wait six months to get warmed up. Yeah, so he's yeah. just getting ready to to actually do something. You
1: know, His the first half, half of the year virtual. was great.
2: Oh, it was spectacular until he got a little bit of a niggle. So he's uh, he's gone back to his Carlton ways in a, in a way. He's looking promising and then succumbing to injury. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. We've got uh, North got Garner coming back next week and then uh, Jacobs, McDonald, Higgins and Sam Wright and uh, potentially Aaron Black, but he hasn't had a game for quite a while, uh, all coming back the week after. So it'll be interesting, uh, like we were talking before, do you go with talent that's been underdone or do you go with... Uh, a rookie or a journeyman
1: who's fully fit. Well, I think now that the top eight's sorted, you can really do whatever you like for the next four weeks, but just mm. keep keep your best 22 on ice and just yeah. make sure they're okay, especially the guys like um, weight that get injured at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Um, But St. Kilda, this is disappointing because their thin chances at the eight rested on this night and yep. they were almost to a man underperforming.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's hard to think of... Anyone who really stood out or you're like they dominated that player yeah. or, or that area of the field. I mean,
1: Lee Montagna I thought did a good job. He was running with Boomer Harvey for the first half. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I I didn't I don't recall an effective disposal from Boomer in the first half. Yeah.
0: The good thing about Montagna is that you can see when when the Saints are a bit down, he's the one that puts his hand and goes, Fuck this shit All yeah. right, going yeah. gotta get there, I'll try and do something. But I mean there's only so much you can do. And he did do that a few times, I noticed that. So he, he always put in hundred percent.
2: Yeah, it's um you know, running through it, guys like uh, Sean Atley as well. He's been a liability sometimes, but uh, he was actually decent this match. He wasn't uh, wasn't great, and he's a bloke that needs to use his speed when he's got
1: space rather than pulling up. But that's it. I mean, besides the milestone, this is like, just such an un- a forgettable game.
0: Yeah, if it wasn't mm. a milestone, probably got the same treatment as um,
1: Brisbane Port, <laughs> <laughs> our eight of the other games of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, all right, so we'll move on to the Sunday games, uh, Gold Coast. Uh, missed a sh- set shot after the siren in a very ordinary game. Well, they should not have had that shot. No. Um, oh, God, it's a terrible turnover. Bernie Vince ben had a Vince stinker. Uh,
2: I, I didn't watch a lot of the game, but every time I did, Bernie Vince either kicked out in the but, full by about 30 metres or I kicked mean, to the opposition.
1: That last kick that Tom Lynch marked, I mean, Dean Towers looked at it and went, mate, what are you doing? <laughs> Even he couldn't believe it. <laughs> but, uh, it looks like uh, Jack Watts has done all right. Um, he's uh, Rusey's biggest fan. Yeah, um, by a mile, because he would not be playing AFL if it wasn't for Paul Roos. Not a chance. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, again, the last few minutes, Watts he didn't do a lot of game, but then you kicked the, the goal to put him in front, and uh, it be? was a beautiful kick, and then took a mark on the goal line to stop any more score. Save one, yeah.
1: So he's he's had a good uh, a good couple of moments in in when it counted. What's the the Deadpool rule? You have five moments. Well, he, yeah. he's had one. Yeah, so, uh, not bad for a few years what's his name bloody Colossus says it yeah it only takes five moments or whatever it was yeah I'm not doing his accent um but again like besides the margin nothing nothing about this game um, could interest anybody
0: yeah yeah and it's yeah even though it's close yeah you're only watching that if you're one of the fans there's it, not a whole
2: lot that's for everyone else I'm, well there's snap at
0: Hotham so I doubt
2: many
1: saw it I'm glad that the kick fell short actually um after the siren because this game didn't deserve that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't deserve a top 10 no. play of the day or anything. Um, all right. So I think these last two games will go through very quickly. Uh, Fremantle and the Swans, uh, it became what can we do for Pav towards the end? Yep. He got a couple of goals so that was nice. What, uh, Rampy, uh, you got to
2: have a bit of a sense of occasion, don't you? I mean, even Longmire did. He had Rampy on um, Pav and he absolutely wore him like a glove. It's... it's- ice hockey isn't it when you pull the goalie yeah Yeah. and that's what he did he pulled Rampy off him he's like "All right, we'll we'll let him get something and then just uh, right in the last few minutes he's put him back on he's like alright he's at his fucking goals he can go get fucked Um, kick kick in the air Pav's you know round the round the goal square siren blows while the ball's in the air and Rampy still spoils him wouldn't even let him finish with the ball in his hand
1: (laughs) it's just just not the nice thing to do Um, (laughs) miserly bastard four players with more than 40 possessions yeah like are they having kick to kick or what?
0: Yeah, I mean, exactly. Pretty much. It's like I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're. Yeah, it's got to be some super coach related payoffs. Just give and go, it give and go. Fixes in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's Spot still it's, fixing. You know, it's very often though. Well, from, well why are we doing this? I haven't seen it before. I've never I'm seen sure four players. Before, so. uh,
1: it's, it's like when there's two players, you go, "Wow, here, there's yeah. something there." Yeah. One player from each side. Yeah, um, but yeah, four players. Um, it just says that circle you know, work. Yeah, they're looking after themselves, aren't they? Handballs back and forth. Um, again, nothing interesting about that match beyond, um, Sydney were looking to make sure they got big percentage. And, yeah, and
2: Ross Lyon going, I oh, don't know. Yeah,
1: fuck this, I can't be, be
2: bothered. Preseason yeah. can't come quick enough.
1: Well, mate, you've already started it, let's be yeah. honest. Um, finally, Adelaide and Essendon, um, ended predictably. Well,
2: actually, this did decide Adelaide's position.
1: Well, in couple the last of, couple minutes. of late goals let them, uh, lose percentage. They slipped from fourth to fifth. I don't think they give a rat's ass because they're playing Brisbane next week, so... Oh, gee, if you're yeah.
2: Brisbane, surely you're like, lever. Do we really have to turn up? He's like, if I fucking do, so do you. W-
1: what's a what's a four foot worth? Is that ten goals? Take they it. take it. Yeah, <laughs> I think the line for this game was set at seventy three. Um, I, I wish they'd sell raffle tickets to say, you know, you win, you
2: get to run on the field, and they'll they'll sell maybe three, and then they'll have to say, Jacko, you're disqualified.
1: But it wasn't just that Crows were doing whatever they wanted. I mean, they had. Bloody McGovern kicking freaky goals. Everything mm. they threw on the boot went through as well.
0: Yeah. So Esson were doing what the Crows
2: wanted as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only negative you'd say would be Jacobs went down with an ankle, big one, um, big negative for him. Which, if he, if it's just one of those little, oh, I rolled it. Oh, we're playing Brisbane next week. I'll put it on ice. I'll sit. Oh. I'll sit and have a, a sneaky beer
1: watching Norwood with uh, Taylor. I think if he was getting a haircut, he would missed the Brisbane game to go yeah. get a haircut. Mm. And he's only getting buzz cuts, so it wasn't, a, uh, you know, shaved head, so it was not matter.
2: Yeah. They, they can't, they'd be mad to play him next week. Um, nah, he's not playing next week. But if it's a longer-term injury, geez, that does um, it does really change the outlook.
1: Yeah, it, it does. Um, and they've been fortunate with their injuries. I mean, I know um, Taylor Walker didn't play this one, but yep. again, if this was... Uh, we need a win to
2: make the 80, would have.
1: Yeah, exactly. If something was on the line besides, all right, how much percentage can we get? And there was no doubt from the get-go that this was a percentage game. Yeah. Um, never going to be anything else.
2: I can't see Adelaide missing out on top four, to be honest, with their run and their ability. I think a
1: top four would be uh, the standard and anything better than that's a bit of a bonus. Yeah. Um, all right, do we want to have a look at next week then? Um, yep. Seeing as how exciting this week was. Um, first off, we go to the Friday night, Richmond-Collingwood at the MCG. This was decided in the last 10 seconds of the game, um, earlier on in the year, yep, in a shit house game, that was terrible. Um, can Richmond turn their form around? Well, here is
0: the yeah. thing: we don't want to win games, but you still want to beat Collingwood. Draft yeah. picks aren't worth it. Give <laughs> <the> <laughs> Yeah, um, so I can yeah, they'll be kicking the bollocks this week and give you like, "All right, if we win this one, then all right, Mad Monday starts." If there is not at least three suspensions for Richmond, I'd be
1: I'd be disappointed. So we all go in Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I have to go to Richmond.
0: Going to be
1: on the well, if, if Darcy Moore doesn't play, and it's unlikely he will, um, it uh, opens up another avenue, I, th- I guess, that Richmond have got a chance to be Richmond for some reason. Yep, it's true. Uh, Sydney hosting Port at the SCG. There's, I, I can't see... Sydney have been Port's bogey side for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I think uh, a Buddy loves playing against Port.
2: Yeah. I, I don't think this is a slam dunk, though. I think Port uh, will be very hungry and probably more than a little bit angry.
0: I think Sydney will have him, but I think Port will give him a good scare. See, the thing with Port is, I think they've got a very good squad, but I just don't think Hinkley's a very good coach. And I don't think he has a very good plan B strategy when it comes to playing top teams who have, you know, obviously got the lesser teams figured out and they've got multiple strategies they can run against different game plans. So I think the A game of Port works very well. The B game, I think, is sort of made up on the fly. So I think Sydney will win, I reckon, by five goals.
2: Well, the criticism of Hinckley is that he's had good people around him previously with uh, Phil Walsh and um, oh, who was the other, other mid-coach? Uh, Hocking? Might have been. I can't remember. He had a, a few good guys around who aren't there now. And by the uh, stories coming out in the media that probably have no research basis to them at all is that the assistants there don't really question Hinckley. They don't um, push him to reevaluate everything the same way that Walsh would. Um, and as a result, he's not really spending as much time developing a plan as he could. Maybe that's all bullshit. I don't know. Yeah, but, who knows? Um, Phil's column inches, though. Yeah, so, and look, if he, if they were playing finals, they wouldn't be saying anything about it. Um, I think not.
1: Uh, Sydney's midfield is just too hard mm-hmm. for, for Port. Um, yep. They're going to go comfortable in this, and they're not going to lose any percentage at all. Imagine Robbie Gray wanted to go to Sydney. Who would you trade for him if you are Sydney? Uh, not Hanbury or Parker or Kennedy. That's it, though. Anybody yeah. else. Anybody else.
2: That's so, what I mean, but... If he's a a top player, but you'd probably take those three first, wouldn't you?
1: (laughs) It'd go close, to be honest. And the only reason is age. um, Because like Robbie Gray, some of the games I've seen, we've said it time and time again, he thinks faster than anybody else in that side. And it's a shame. And it's frustrating for him. It it has to be. Yeah, it's Um, like
2: watching uh, a basketball game with an NBA player and NBL teammates. Uh, He's he's thinking three moves ahead and those blokes (laughs) have fucked it up on the first one. That's called
1: the boomers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, Melbourne are hosting Hawthorne to the MCG uh, Hawthorne's form in the last couple of weeks Has been abysmal um, They've made the Tigers hang around for three quarters And couldn't shake off uh, Carlton either So despite the fact that Melbourne Were shit house last week They could still be in this at three quarter time See I think the Hawks are just
2: being incentivised By the um, the food trucks I think uh, in the past, Richmond and Col- uh, Carlton supporters would have fucked off at three-quarter time, but now they're staying for the whole game, and so they're selling a few more pies and
1: beers. Yeah, yeah
2: that's what it is. It, it, I, I'm
1: pretty, I'm I'm certain. The actually. Merch merch fixes in, so yeah. now this is an away game at the MCG. Fuck it, it'll be over by halftime. Oh,
2: it. Yeah, it'll be, Um, they'll be pumping the gin into the old MCC members, and they'll be pretty much uh, schlick it up a bit too quick, and they'll fuck off early. They'll call it an uber black, whatever it is.
0: All right, I'm going Hawthorne.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gold Coast are hosting GWS. And like we said, GWS currently uh, are they second on the ladder? Yes. Uh, Looking for Uh, it'll be a fucking murder. Looking to keep their percentage alive. Uh, It could get ugly.
2: It will be an absolute bollocking. I, I can't see any position, any matchup where Gold Coast have the edge.
1: Yeah. yeah, even Tom Lynch on uh, Phil Davis is going to be a great matchup if it turns out that way.
0: And look, yeah, I think Gold Coast only chance is if it rains and then it might not be as ugly as um, what a thrashing would be.
1: Might be 10 goals instead of 20.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: Nichols versus Mumford. That that is that boy's going to get education. Well, if Mumford plays. Even if yeah, he just changing. sees him in the change room. Yeah, he, he could, you could scare him off the field. Yeah, um, hopefully Curry gets a game because I'd... Like to see him get a game, just personally, but that's about the only thing I'd look forward to in this match. Besides GWS uh, putting on some attractive, quick uh,
1: corridor footy. Uh, Footscray versus North at Etihad Stadium. Um, hopefully, North don't try and injure any more Bulldogs because they're running out of troops there. Yeah, I'm starting to feel
0: for. I don't know how the Bulldogs are going to feel the VFL side for the finals. It's going to be tough. Right,
1: they've got some ring-ins. Yeah, they must put, have hands up. Lucky they have got so many on. father son picks. Oh, yeah, you know. I'm
2: busy that week. Um, so, yeah, both teams. I've uh, been pretty much savaged by injury, but uh, Bulldogs have had the season-ending injuries, which yeah. have really hurt them yeah. with, you know, Murphy, Murphy Pruden, Redpath, Wallace. Um, and we're still not sure what's going on with McRae and Libba. But, um, yeah, look, whoever loses is still vulnerable to dropping out of the eight. Mathematically vulnerable. Yeah, but um, you'd have to think whoever loses is still probably going to pick up a match, especially Bulldogs. They've got a, a bit of an easier run. So, look, you'd still don't win it, but... Um, You'd rather get through clean, both teams, than um, have a, a hard-fought win where you've dropped two or three players to injury. Of course, yeah. Just looking after injuries, walking into the final side. I think uh, they might have a, a gentleman's agreement for Bruce free, free footy. But uh, I wish that would happen, but knowing these two sides, it
1: fucking won't. Yeah, they'll probably play, uh, what do you call it, McDonald's nines. where Free kick if it, ball hits hits the ground. Yeah, except they're it's Rochon bowing go. each other. Uh, Adelaide hosting Brisbane Lions. Uh, just give me a line. Ah, uh, based on last week,
2: hundred.
0: Uh, I'm. I would go. It's in Adelaide. Oh, is it,
2: is it going to rain? 124 99 Then,
1: uh, yeah, I, I can't see it being less than triple figures. Um, Carlton and St Kilda at the MCG. I think Carlton are a sneaky chance this here.
0: Could be interesting this game. Um, actually, Depend- no, no, it won't. It'll be close, but it won't be interesting. No, <laughs> yeah.
1: go uh, see, I think these two teams can
2: play attractive football. Um, I don't know if I'd uh, spend money to go see it
1: but I'll probably check it out on telly I think St Kilda has more capacity um, to play higher but carlton yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they've been able to um, just grind and yep. not, not win but they pushed uh, Hawthorne and they pushed uh, Swans last two weeks mm-hmm. so that's not bad um, but if St Kilda play to their the best of their ability which we've seen this year I, I think they blow Carlton off the MCG Um, But, uh, you know, it's been raining for God knows how long in Melbourne, so it could be another wet one. Uh, Geelong are hosting Essendon at Etihad Stadium. Uh, Thank God it'll be dry. Geelong can enjoy some more percentage there. What uh, margin are we looking at?
2: Adelaide, whatever Adelaide beat Brisbane by, plus a point.
0: Look, if the Bombers can kick five goals, I think they've done well.
1: Yeah. More than than a goal a quarter. Yeah. Uh, They've done all right. Uh, Fremantle hosting uh, west coast uh, so west coast need a big win can Fremantle metal spoil spoil them yeah
2: i'm i'm back in west coast just because if they do get up i look like a genius
1: uh freya sorry I was I was say. Say. yeah <laughs>
2: there goes that genius
0: <laughs> hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot Genius! <laughs> I, I, I was looking right at your face then. You're like, what, "Where the fuck's he going with yeah. this?" Yeah. Like, all, right. Like, all right, yeah, I I'm, want I'm Josh like genius too. So whatever he said. Like. I, I tell you what,
1: if if you pick a draw and name the score, and it turns out that way, you can. Okay, you go. yep, yeah. that's fucking genius. Fucking, I should but, be fucking rich if I'm able to do that. You know, I reckon the team that has won four games all year, uh, three games all year. I reckon if they lose, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm going to tip it. It's Frio at home though.
0: Well, at least it's on record now, so we can go and run it afterwards and be like, told everyone. Fucking <laughs> told you. <laughs> told you, fuckers.
1: All right, that uh, concludes, I think, the most boring round of football that's happened this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the review, God. And uh, next week will be slightly better, but yeah, not by much.
2: Don't forget to get out there for Boomer's milestone game as well, 4.28. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The new Guernsey should be pretty good. Yeah, to <laughs> 15 bucks. 15 bucks this week. <laughs> with,
1: with some texture on it. Yeah, yeah, Goldie saw some great ones from uh, from Bali. All right, that'll do us. Bu- Bye. Right. See you right. next Tuesday. Peace.